Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Just going to touch on last night's game quickly, and look, I'll headline this one with saying that I disagree with those two referee decisions. The first one, Dane Gagai, um, uh, fuck, I don't know how on earth that one was taken off him. That was just absolute dribble. And then the Selwyn Cobo one where Katoni Stags went through, I mean, that, like, it's just so obvious. I don't understand how on earth... We came to that decision, and look, I got a lot of people that messaged me last night, probably 50 or 60 messages saying, hey, Guru, I know you don't like the ref bash, but surely you can't agree with those, and you know what? I hate the ref bash. I absolutely hate it in that game, but I will say this. The thing that I hate about ref bashing is when people go in on referees when they make a decision in a split second, whether it be a forward pass, knock on in the play the ball, or whatever it might be, uh, when they might not get it right, but... You know, the referees have been running out there for 80 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever it might be. They're looking at a million things at once and they make little slight errors. Um, and now if your team has already blown your, your captain's challenge and then you go in on the ref, I don't really get that. But when you send it upstairs and they have time to look at it and they are looking at the exact same thing as we are when we're sitting on the couch and it is so blatantly fucking obvious... I mean, I just, it sort of is inexcusable, isn't it? I mean, that gag I won was just, oh, I can't believe they took that one off him. Um, and then I cannot believe that they went upstairs and they saw Tamara Martin go behind the back of his player, only a step or so, but they it still engaged a defender and he went behind him. He still used him as an obstruction to some extent and played out the back. I just, I don't know, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And look, I feel sorry for Newcastle Knights fans. I do, uh, because if that was my team, and, you know, obviously I don't have a team, so it's easy for me to say um, all this stuff, but I just, I cannot believe that that went down in that fashion. So Newcastle Knights fans, I do feel sorry for you, but um, I don't want to take away any credit from the Brisbane Broncos and how far they've come. And I want to give a little bit of credit to them this morning. I understand the referees' decisions went their way. I get that. But I looked at that Broncos team last night, and in the first half, Newcastle were all over them. KP, Anthony Milford, these guys were on fire and throwing the kitchen sink 
at the Brisbane Broncos. The Broncos, they weren't playing too badly. Yeah, they weren't playing too badly. They were getting up there. To his credit, Tyson Gamble was putting in really good kicks, but in the first three tackles, every single time they had Newcastle down their own end, they would give away a penalty, and Newcastle would come at them full throttle at the other end. And there's some games that you watch, and last night was a classic for me, where I was watching Newcastle going, fuck, they're back here, they're on. You know, 10 minutes past, 15 minutes past, 20 minutes past, I'm going, fuck, okay, it's 6-0. If they don't start to put some actual points on the scoreboard here, they're going to find themselves in some curry very quickly. Now, Brisbane, they went up the other end. Uh, Ezra Mam, who, let's be perfectly honest here, in the first half, he was having a shocker. But you know what I love about Ezra Mam? And I was texting Denon about this. I said, fuck, this kid is playing so poorly right now, but he is still willing on fourth and fifth tackle to scoot down the short side. He he has just got so much confidence about him. And you saw in the second half, despite how poorly his first grade debut was going, he was just willing to bounce back and go again. And that's what I love about this kid. There was the first try where um, I think it was Clune. No, it was Milf. Milford or Clune, one of the two, put in a kick. And you saw Ezra Mam. He read the play. He knew exactly what was coming. He turned his body. He almost caught the ball with, with, with one hand and... If you're like me and you've watched this kid in Queensland Cup over the last two years, you would know that this is the sort of shit he does. He he preempts what is going to happen, and he did it on that play. Now, nine times out of ten in Queensland Cup in the last two years, Ezra Man scoops that ball up, and he almost spins out of it and scores. That's just the sort of footballer he is. It didn't go his way last night. They put the kick through. It got a little rebound off his paws, and Tyson Frizzell scored. Yeah, that would have been a shattering moment for him in his first grade debut. There was a couple of knock-ons that he had as well that were pretty damn poor, let's be honest here. Uh, a couple of um, defensive reads that weren't great. So that kid, I mean, most guys coming in their first grade ever was a teenager with all the hype and that sort of stuff happened to him would have rattled them. He just stayed in the contest though. He's just got so much confidence and, you know, that's credit to the Brisbane Broncos system that they bring in a kid he plays poorly but he just keeps backing himself. He got away with a lucky try assist when he went down the short side from dummy half and you know what? Maybe it wasn't the best option to go down uh, the short side on that play but... I love that the kid's got this sort of confidence despite nothing going his way in this game. So Ezra Mam, I think he's got a huge future. Now the Brisbane Broncos, yes, they had decisions go their way, and I understand that. But the way that the Knights played and the possession that they had at in the Broncos uh, red zone last night, for the last two years, that would have absolutely crumbled the Brisbane Broncos. Now you pile on top of that that they are a completely different football side this year, and we're all saying it's because of Adam Reynolds. They went into that game without Adam Reynolds. They had a teenager uh, jumping into halfback 5'8", whatever you want to call it, uh, playing down the left side. Um, Tyson Gamble shifts to the right side, which tends to be the side that Adam Reynolds plays on. So there was a lot of changes in that team, a heap of changes. Uh, you also had you know the fullback, Tamari Martin, who hasn't really trained much this week. I mean, that Broncos team had every reason to lose that game. The first half, when they're putting up their huge defensive efforts, they lose Kurt Capel as well. Like, the Broncos that we've come to know over the last two years, there was a number of moments last night where they would have folded. And I've been saying it for a number of weeks on Bloke in a Bar that this Broncos team, they're so far from their best. They're so fucking far from the best sort of football team that they could be. The amount of stupid mistakes they make, the amount of stupid penalties they give away, and they just manage to hang in the contest. And I get it. I understand. I, I know people are pissed off about the video referee decisions. I'm pissed off too. Did it assist Brisbane? Yes, 100% it did. 
But this team just won their fifth game in a row, yeah? It's not like it's a flash-in-the-pan moment that the Broncos all of a sudden showing a little bit of resiliency. Yeah, they've shown it for the last month. I'm going to go back and have a look over the weekend if I've got time to have a look at just how many teams have won five games in a row because it is an incredible effort. It's very tough to do in the NRL. And the Brisbane Broncos, it hasn't been perfect during that time. They've had games without Payne Haas. They've had games without Herbie Farmworth. They've had games now without Adam Reynolds. I mean... It's been a pretty tough gig for them. They started the season with testing you at fullback. They brought back in Tamari Martin, who, you know, we look at Tamari Martin now and, you know, that pass that he threw last night, sensational. But you've got to remember that Tamari hasn't played rugby league in five years, yeah? He's very fresh to the game once again. It's hard to come back from that spell, but this Bronco system, they're making it work. Selwyn Cobbo, I mean, he is just on another planet at the moment. And this is what I said during the week that, you know, you, you look at him in the first two or three weeks and he was just so poor. His confidence was so low. And the Brisbane Broncos, and I think Adam Reynolds in particular, have just picked him up and said, hey, you're our guy. We know how talented you are. We're happy to grind our way through the errors that you've made the first few weeks because we know you're a good footballer. And he, they filled him with confidence. And it really is paying dividends now because some of the stuff that he did last night, I mean, we... We've spoken bloke in a bar this week about him playing State of Origin and said, ah, it's too early, don't pick him. And, you know, I, I still agree it's too early, don't pick him. But, mate, the stuff that he's doing at the moment, the tough carries that he's coming out of his own end with, just the plays that he's coming up with, he's got Origin written all over him at the moment. I still wouldn't pick him. I would go with the more experienced guys. I would go with Corey Oates and a few other fellas because I don't think you want to blood him too early. But... I mean, State of Origin, it's no stranger to having young kids that are absolute superstars come in early and do very well. I wouldn't... I mean, to me, I'm looking at Selwyn going, you know what? I think you'll be okay. I think you'll come up with big moments. But is it all... Is it all too much too soon? Remains to be seen, but... You know, his performance last night, it was just incredible. He really is becoming a guy that... You can look at him now and think, oh, Selwyn knows that he can break this game open. Selwyn is at the point now where he knows that his team needs something and he's able to stand up and deliver for them, which should take years and years to build that sort of confidence. But what he's doing at the moment is just incredible. I'm so impressed with where he's come from. It's only stage. You can see that he had his game phase on last night. Obviously, in the second half as well, another thing that went Brisbane's way, uh, Paul Bradman best got injured with a very gruesome uh, injury there. Very disappointing uh, how that one played out. Uh, fuck, I feel so sorry for Bradman best. We've had him on the podcast. Champion fellow. He's just had injuries left, right, and center. An injury like that, I mean, that can just happen to anyone. Uh, just a tough gig for Bradman. So then I think they had Barnett marking up on Stags for the remainder of the second half, and he, he just gave him a bit of a bath, Katoni. Granted, uh, the big play that he set up for Selwyn probably shouldn't have been. Well, it shouldn't have been a try. Uh, but Brisbane, they've come a long way, and I think we've got to give credit to them. I, I know that everyone can say, oh, it would have been a different game with the referee decisions, and you're right, I understand that. But those things do happen in rugby league. Unfortunately, they do happen. They will continue to happen in the future. Um, Newcastle had so many opportunities in the first half that they weren't able to cash in on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Brisbane gave them every opportunity in the world in the first 80 metres of the field to get up there and to score points. And the way that they defended on their line, I was so impressed. To do it without Adam Reynolds, to do it with Ezra Mam coming in and not really playing his best footy for the first half, to bounce back in the second half with a big performance, and Tyson Gamble, I mean, credit to him. You know, he's a bit of a scatterbrain, I understand that. He's a bit of a loose cannon, but the way that he played last night, he wasn't perfect, but Tyson Gamble's never going to be perfect, but he's just a goer. You know, he wore shots left, right, and center of the crowd, booing him, getting stuck into him. Tyson eats that shit up with a spoon, you know. He just loves it. And I thought this kicking game was really good. Uh, you know, without Adam Reynolds, I thought they'd really struggle in that department because he's just so dominant in it. But I thought Gamble handled himself really well. It wasn't as good as Adam Reynolds, don't get me wrong. It wasn't as pretty. It was a little bit uglier. But he got the job done. And I really do think that if, Bruce, if Brisbane wouldn't have given away so many fucking penalties in the first half, um, down there in Newcastle's end when putting on pressure, they they could have run away with that game a little bit earlier. But credit to the Newcastle Knights as well. They are looking better. They did get unlucky on two occasions, no doubt about that. They were in key momentum moments during that game. I thought Anthony Milford, he looked good, sort of ran out of gas in the second half, but that was anticipated. He hasn't played reserve grade or anything like that. So Milford, he will be better for the run, and I think the Knights fans can see the energy that he brings. Uh, and you could see, you know, in the first half when he was feeling fit and on top of his game, he really was dominating. So plenty of positive signs for the Newcastle Knights despite a shit loss, despite referee decisions going against you, video referee decisions going against you, which I can't even fathom how they came to those decisions. But yeah, I, I feel for Newcastle fans. I do. I feel for you guys. You deserve better than what you got last night. Um, but that happens in rugby league sometimes. It's a, it's a shit fight. It is what it is. But I don't want that to take away from what the Brisbane Broncos have done. If they would have won three games this year and they win that last night, you'd be like, oh, okay, well, the referee, you know, those decisions obviously helped Brisbane a lot, which they did. But I think you've got to consider the Brisbane have now gone four on the trot. They were without their halfback, who has been probably the most integral part of any team this season, Adam Reynolds, and to still do what they did, I thought it was very impressive. And the Broncos of the last two years, they wouldn't have been able to go to Newcastle and defend what Newcastle threw at them in the first half and then find a way to just hang in the game and get the job done. So credit to Brisbane. Unlucky to Newcastle, but I definitely think the Newcastle Knights heading in the right direction. They look much better with Gagai returning, Tyson Brazil on the side, and of course, Anthony Milford in the six, whose match fitness will only get better and better as the weeks go by. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>